Sie hören Sport und Musik. In a world where fans fight over whether to call it football, football, or soccer, two German men defy the odds and call it Fußball. Bringing you inside the German-American Fußball experience. And now, here are your hosts, the Schnitzel Boys. Wahoo! All right. Tonight, it's Monday night. It is the Deutschland hour, the Germany hour. I guess I could do this a little bit. I'm going to slow fade. Nice, slow I love fade. that. Try to slow Ooh. fade. Sometimes I do it too hard, so I'm slow fading. Slow fade. I don't think it takes hour. away from the effect if you're saying slow fade the whole time, too. I think <laughs> no. everyone's like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's a trick. If I say it out loud, people will think it's what's happening. So mm. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have a, a replacement schnitzel boy tonight. This right here, Bjorn Schnitzel, is off in Spain. He's in Mallorca right now, which is a Spanish island where a bunch of Germans go to the beach and they get mad if you don't speak German there. And it's a whole thing. It's a whole okay. German thing. Mallorca is where you're going to find a bunch of Germans. So he's there doing his German thing. Sent me a lovely picture of him at the pool. So I'm going to let him do his thing with his family. I am doing the podcast here, and I have a guest schnitzel boy, Mr. Matt Antonucci. Yay! Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me, man. This is so cool. I feel like I already screwed up by not making my name Matt Schnitzel. Uh, I'm I'm super embarrassed immediately, just so everyone knows. (laughs) No, no. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Pretty much Hans Wolf back in the chat. It's Hans Wolf. Hello, gents. Uh, Do you see the comments, Matt? Uh, I do. I do. Hello, Hans. Good. That's our buddy Hans Wolf in the chat. One of our schnitzel cups. We're called schnitzel cups. The followers here. Yeah, you know, I mean, people know my last name, but I just of figure course. keep it simple, keep it schnitzel, right? I mean, when I comment, it's my full name and stuff. But yeah, the last hour, I just talked for forty-five minutes straight. <laughs> I'm just like, I can't. Oh, really? I have to, but I get. Yeah, I just finished an hour solo. Where I Pardon about- me. I- so did you just pause it? I, I not the not the completely uh, steamroll back into like the production of it. Did you just pause the production and then? The way I do it is to make it easier on me. I build two separate streams. If that makes sense. Oh, Remember cool. how I invited you into this stream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solo stream was actually a different. It would have been a different link. And what yeah. it does, it spits it out on YouTube as a separate hour. Okay. Well, Hans, to, this is what you wanted, right? By yeah. the way, I just wanted to make sure. Okay. Oh, he does. He needs to know the schnitzel gets made. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> and uh, it used to be one hour, then I would export it and cut it up. And I was like, that. I'm like, I just did this way. Now it's, it saves me a whole bunch of editing. It's very uh, cool. It's very cool. But anyway, as you see, although you already changed your name to Matt Schnitzel. Do you know what Matt is in German? If I had to say it German style? I'm not the best at knowing German. So, no, I yeah, don't. Yeah, but I'm here should. to teach you. Matt, Ma- Matt Ma- in German is Machias. Machias. Yeah, you'd be in Germany, you'd be Machias. Mm-hmm. Machias Schnitzel. Um, so, just a little, a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge. A little, a little German lesson for you. So, Appreciate it. You got your Dortmund gear on. You're a big I Dortmund do. fan. I am. We're going to talk Bundesliga and German soccer in general, whatever you want, on the chat. On the, Hans Wolf, hello, Mr. P. Good to meet you. Stefan has this every time. He's got that Riz. 
Riz, oh, oh right. thank you thank you uh riz short for charisma right i believe i, so I was gonna say I, I thought it was ripped or something riz no it's uh. what the kids are saying it's it's sort of like if you have so much charisma that like uh, uh it's you're an undeniable people just want to be around you it's like you know it usually means like you have game like you don't have to try oh game well wise. i'll take that compliment i got that riz baby uh matt and me uh former comics of the new york underground how what are you, are you still doing new york underground stuff what you up to these days you know not doing too much improv not doing the new york scene very much but i am producing sketch comedy content at the moment for a nonprofit based out of dc um yeah oh. it, but like it's sketch comedy so I'm, I'm i'm in the comedy world still hans wolf worked for the washington post for Oh, okay. Years. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Uh, he's a, he's a, he was a DC United fan once upon a time, a convert, but a Kona. We have Daniel Young, he, him, his, joining us. Thoughts on Harry Ooh, Kane yes. adjusting to the Bundesliga. Hans Wolf, I'm not the age group, but hangs with too many young folk. No, you're doing it right, Hans. You need to learn these things. Yeah. Yeah, no. No. Yeah, Stefan, you need to know what Riz is, man. Let's just I, also, do not I apologize, have, Hans. <laughs> I have wrong. We're like... Yeah, you know, I would go up to a guy and be like, "Yo, that's on fleek." <laughs> Just, <laughs> I'm, I'm too old and too young for it at the same time, because that was like a hip word ten years ago when I was too old for it then, and like no one uses that stuff now. I feel like I heard it in Broad City, and then like I heard adults my age using it this year, and I was like, "No, something's off." Yeah, we're old, man. We're not we're like our words yeah. aren't the hippest words. No. It's like our parents would be like, "That's so boss," and things like that. Like, oh, on fleek. <laughs> you know what's funny? So speaking of that. So I'm German-American, and my parents are German, but they left Germany in 1982. Mm -hmm. So all the German I know, all the slang I know, is long dead in Germany. It's long dead. So whenever I bring up slang or stuff, people are just like, I haven't heard that in 25 years. You know what I mean? You have a time capsule of slang. That's amazing. (laughs) I have like this borrowed time capsule, (laughs) which which is so fun, so fun. Well, anyway, we had a really exciting week uh, in the Bundesliga weekend. Uh, Before we hop into maybe some deeper talk, I know Daniel Young would love to talk about Harry Kane. And this kind of connects to something I was talking about a little earlier we'll get into. But overall, not super surprising scores this week. I'll do it real fast. Where are my scores here? We had Leipzig destroying Stuttgart 5-1 as Leipzig's great season continues. Um, or actually, they lost their opening round. So get a bit. Flyboys beating Vader Blamen one nothing. Wolfsboys beating Köln in Köln. That's an unfortunate uh, t- um, result. Bochum tying one one to Dortmund. Now Bjorn, who's usually here, he's a Bochum fan. Oh, interesting. So okay. Now we're I would love to about, talk to him. Yeah. We, we're all we all get on at the same time, but now we're going to talk from your perspective. This is on, the, on the other side of, of this. Sure. Heidenheim had their home Bundesliga debut, but it was ruined by a three two from Hoffenheim featuring John Brooks. Union Berlin beat Darmstadt 4-1. Uh, Brendan Aronson getting a red card in the 21st minute. Uh, Bayer Leverkusen beating Gladbach 3-0. Bayer Leverkusen's season is beginning. They're the exciting team to watch. Bayer Leverkusen yeah. and what Xabi Lanza is doing. Mainz and Frankfurt, which is the uh, Rhein Derby, as it was a lot of a derby weekend, was 1-1, which I believe I predicted. Uh, Mainz and Frankfurt, 1-1. And then Bayern mentioned handling Ausbeuch 3-1 at home to cap it off. Okay, uh, maybe let's touch on Harry Kane real quick. Yeah. Did you, so did you watch the Bochum-Dortmund game? 
I did. I watched that game. Yeah, to, oh. to touch on oh. Harry Kane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, did you watch the Bayern Mention game? No, right? No, I watched highlights to yeah. yeah. No worries. Of no worries. course, to see the the Kane goals, of course. So what I was talking about earlier, because with with you know, Rebels and Thierry Henry mentioned that Arsene Wenger challenged him to be a better striker for his teammates. You know, he's not getting the goals he wants, but Arsene Wenger is like, are you putting yourself in a place where Dennis Bergkamp can give it to you, Patrick Vieira can give it to you, Robert Pires and all these guys, Emmanuel Petit maybe, I'm pulling names in my butt. I don't exactly remember his teammates. but And they're like, that, as a forward, that's on you to figure that out. Yeah. Um, Clint Dempsey, Obafemi Martins for Seattle Sounders, they figured it out. So it cuts to Harry Kane coming to Germany. He doesn't know the language. But thankfully, a lot of Bayern Munich players speak English. All he knows is Tottenham teammates. He knows Son. He knows the other Tottenham teammates. You know, all the guys Tottenham. So it's on him to figure out Thomas Muller, to figure out Leo Lozane. It's on him to figure out Jamil Musiala. He needs to figure those guys out, Serge Gnabry. They need to work as a team like like Robert Lewandowski did. And I'd say it's going okay. He scored a goal every one of his Bundesliga games so far. So Yeah, right. Um, I was curious because, like, obviously, when he played for Tottenham, he had to do so much work, like dropping down deep to get the ball. He had to do so much, like, extra lifting that I feel like he won't have to do on Bayern. Like, he can right. obviously play more of. I don't know what Bayern's. I'm not. I'm talking out of my butt a little bit here. Are you okay, we, to curse? All, we all do. Yeah, yeah. You do whatever you want. I was making. But like, but like, like, uh, uh, yeah. Is is it going to be sort of a Holland situation with Dortmund, where like Holland had to work a lot, and now he doesn't necessarily have to do all the sort of like ball gathering, sort of link up play um, that he has to do at Man City? So like, is that going to be Harry Kane's sort of experience at Bayern? That's sort of what I'm expecting. Is that he's going to be such a good talent up front that like it's not it's going to take five games for him to get comfortable like very comfortable yeah i i like i agree with that i think that's that's really astute like uh he's harry kane is very talented forward and i think yeah. under bayern like you said with the right circumstances if he has to learn that he does not have to work as much as he used to and he can just be there as a finisher i think he's gonna explode oh and we're God. gonna have yeah. robert Lewandowski 2.0 you know uh Unfortunately, like it's hard for me to say that out loud, but I'm like, there's really no reality unless he like loses his mind and like, because <laughs> like right now the meme online is that he, he seems like he's like a kid on on uh, his uh, leap year or skip year. What is sure. what is it called? Gap year. Is it gap year? Yeah, oh, where he's yeah. like, man, Germany is amazing. It's so beautiful here. I can't believe being outside of England is amazing. It's like, bro. Okay, so I think he's like, it's for me. It's like. I think he's just like it's going to be I don't know a transitional period, but I, he's going to kill it. Like unless he like again loses his mind. Well, he hit the ground running. So far, so good. Now Bayern Munich is such a um, unknown quantity because of all the weirdness that happened behind the scenes last year, and even yeah. up until the beginning of the season, because they they opened that German Cup with a three 0 loss to to Leipzig, and there was a, a big emergency meeting between the board and the head coach and. All this weirdness and with Tuchel, with his stuff, yeah. you just never know exactly what's going on. But so far, so good. They 4 nothing, 3-1. I mean, they're starting the, the league. They're writing the script right. It's Bayern mentioned as the team to beat again immediately already. I think um, so. Yeah. Which, you know, and Bayer Leverkusen, every year they're like, they're the team to watch. They're the team to watch. And they never were. But this year, it's finally happening. They're doing it. 3-2 over Leipzig and a 3 nothing over the weekend. They're the team also coming out of the races, uh, coming out of the gates properly. They are a team to watch. The Bayer-Levikus and Bayern München game will be a lot of fun. But anyway, let's yeah. talk. Let's go into Dortmund. 
Yeah. Yeah. Dortmund. Yeah. I, I, but I'm also very excited about Leipzig and Leverkusen as well. Like yeah. they're just electric teams and would have, yeah, happy to talk about them. But no, well, Dortmund, of course. Well, Leipzig has Marco Rosa. Yeah. I love Marco Rosa. Marco Rosa is an old Red Bull coach. He coached Salzburg before Jesse Marsh. I mean, I think it was a few coaches before Jesse Marsh, but he was a, he was a big hit at Salzburg. And then he, he hit the Bundesliga by storm. Mm-hmm. And he was he's just a great coach. And I think Leipzig got their hands on a good coach. And I think they're finally putting their pieces together. I was not happy with his time at Dortmund. I felt no. my big thing with that is the way it worked was they hired – so. A little history, a little uh, recent history. So Aidan Terzic was brought in um, as a as a replacement for Lucien Favre, right? Wasn't it? it was Lucien Favre was head coach? He was he, part of Favre's. Uh, yeah, he was part of his his staff, and he was promoted. Yeah, and he was sacked, and then Aidan Terzic was a Dortmund guy who like grew up down the road. He's a Dortmund dude. Took over, fan favorite, and spent the end of the season just being like a let's go Yunks, like like the motivator head guy. Yeah. He was always a, a player's favorite. Everyone loved him. Like, yeah. But they were waiting for Marco Rosa because they signed Marco Rosa from from. Club they already Club. signed him. Yeah, way early, way early. Yeah, they knew Farva was already going to be over by the end of the season. Yeah, exactly. And I thought that was a big. I thought that was a big get because Marco Rosa is a great coach and blah blah blah. Anyway, so Marco Rosa comes, and Dortmund has a history of having problems with established coaches. Thomas Tuchel had problems there. You know, he had yeah. problems with Vatska. And it seemed like it was a 2.0 again. I think uh, Marco Rosa and Vatska butt heads, right? You were mm-hmm. maybe a little closer to the team at that time. What was the Marco Rosa situation over there, overall? You said? I, f- I remember it being like they, uh, yeah, it was sort of, uh, I, I, sorry, I'm not very articulate. They, I believe he wanted players and they didn't sign the players he wanted. There was a little bit like, I want to play in this system, but they wanted them. They, I think there was cert- just like, that was sort of where the friction was, was over a couple of those types of elements. And then on top of that, he was just not getting the results, playing very boring football. Uh, right. Like uh, weird one, one, two, one, one, nothing games. Very like, uh, and so that's eventually what led to him. Uh, I think being eventually sacked by Dortmund. Yeah. I think he had the full season, right? Didn't they like when the season was over, they're just like, yeah, they give him the full- let him go over the summer. I think, right? <laughs> yeah, to, to my last summer, to my shock, yeah. like I was like, could not believe it when I read that. And then they replaced him with Aiden Terzic. So like, we're gonna yes. give Terzic the shot. And this is his first head coaching gig, right? Or, yes. Or am I wrong? He's a younger dude, and big old Dortmund is his first head coaching gig. And he was the coach last season. And I was very critical of that move. Oh, first. were you? Okay. Yeah, because. My my thing was Borussia Dortmund is a club that needs a veteran coach. And a veteran coach needs to be in charge. You know, the German system is a little bit different. Sure, you got a sporting director and the coach has to pop up. But you guys sure. gotta be on the same page. And the head coach is the coach, so you gotta yes and him to borrow a term mm-hmm. improv. He he knows what he's doing. Feed him to a system. And the thing with Dortmund is like Uli Hörner said mentioned, they have Vatska, who's like an old hardhead who's sort of in charge and kind of just wants a yes man to do it his way. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's the best way to run a soccer club, at least a big one, in my opinion. So when they, when they hired Terzic, to me, I saw them hiring a yes man to, to do what he's told. Yeah. And if you get a yes man to do what he's told, then who's in charge? Like, is that the kind of strong coach you need? What was the last yes man that won any title? 
They don't win titles. I really don't know. Well, and and that that brings up a great point because I actually I didn't see him as a yes man that much. But you're right. Like it, it, he very similarly to Rose this this Rosa this this uh, summer he was like I want these players. He wants Enzo uh, from Mexico. He wants uh, he wanted uh, one other midfielder. I'm forgetting off the top of my head. And they they were just like no this no, past summer. You mean yeah right. the current transfer window. Right. Like, I remember they were they were linked to the. Yeah, that Mexican holding midfielder. Yeah, for, Enzo, yeah, Fernandez? Uh, and, yeah, Enzo Fernandez, who they ended yeah. up playing, um, uh, I forget, I think in one of their American tours, and he was not that good in the game. Right. Um, but then I forget who else. So, so he had some players, and there was like, oh, the price isn't great, the blah, blah, blah. And then out of nowhere, we signed certain players like Nemecha. We signed Sabitzer out of nowhere. Like, And I don't know if those were Terzic's guys. From from the reports that we were seeing on Reddit and other websites I follow with Dortmund news, uh, it 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 felt a little out of left field where these these players came from. So yeah. I, I'm curious. Um, um, but but to to uh, I I feel like this is going. Should Terzic be fired or not? Should this be what should happen to Terzic? Um, and and similarly to what we were just talking about with Rosa, I feel like he needs time to establish a system. Even though he's a yes man, even though he's like a, a new face, he's like the reasons that Rosa didn't work is because we didn't give him time to develop. And I think that's the same thing is going to happen to Terzic and Terzic wins over locker rooms. Like he won over Holland. He won over Bellingham. Like he wins over these sort of these, these, you know, world-class players so that he's doing something right personally. And then as long as he can just create a system that works, like right now, I think the way Dortmund plays soccer is not the way Dortmund should play soccer. It's like this, it's, it's not Gengen press anymore. It's this weird possession based mm-hmm. wide. We get ruined by low blocks, like constantly, like mm-hmm. Cologne, like Cologne just right. played us so hard last week and, and we barely squeaked out a win. Like, um, uh, so I don't know. Uh, my point is I think Terry just needs, needs time. Like he just needs right. time. He's already established that, that uh, uh, he's got a good relationship with players. So he just needs time. Well, it's good to hear. I mean, I ate my words because last see that was my thought last season. Yeah. But then Dortmund uh, had the best season they've had since Klopp left. So yeah, um, they they should have won last year. One goal, one goal away. But that's I mean, okay. talk to me about that game. Wasn't that a crazy freaking thing? I was losing my mind, and to be completely fair, my girlfriend was watching it with me, and so right. I was like trying to be cool and be like, "Oh, that was oh, that was close, babe. Oh man." <laughs> We just need one, and like, yeah. and then, and then I think for like four minutes, Dortmund had the win, and then Musiala scored, right? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. And it was like, yeah. we can do it. It was so exciting, and yeah. uh, such a such a surreal moment. It was like fans were outside the stadium. You know, you know what, you know what cost it for them when they started Dortmund selling for... for Dortmund when before the game they, they a bunch of um champion they sold the shirts that said they were league champions that shouldn't you're not, be you're not allowed to do that it's against well the other rules. thing that the other thing that pissed me off too is i i was reading like someone they're like hey how can we have the ceremony for the cup at, at the stadium for this game and i was like why are we talking about it like why are we even you're trying to talk about this? it why that's are, the difference no, between no. america maybe that's like an american thing because with baseball if you have a perfect game the rules you're not allowed to say it out loud you're not even quiet about it until it's mm-hmm. over. When it's done, then you'll have to say you have a perfect game. Dortmund need the same mentality. They were home against Mainz, right? A very yeah. doable home game. And, and we were unbelievable in home at home yeah. us in the second half of last season. So, like, I don't, know. I don't think we lost a game. Mainz were a good team. They had a great yeah. season. Yeah. And, and, and it shouldn't. And, and the reality is, 
the sad reality of last season. It should never have been on that game. It should have been when they had that Bochum game two weeks prior, yeah. and there was that penalty that was missed by yeah. the referee. And Hans Wolf, yeah. just want to clear the air for the second. The Mr. Mr. P was supposed to be Mr. M. Blame <laughs> the Gosling Bermuda Black Rum. Okay, got it. So you're Mr. P, Mr. M. Hans Wolf, more of the rum, my friend. Don't worry, you haven't failed your answers. Don't worry, Hans Wolf. Don't we worry, both Hans got Wolf. Riz. We both yeah, have Riz. We got a little Riz. But yeah. Um, but you're right. Like that penalty should have been called. There's so right. many things that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It was very I, I'm not similar. one to harp over it too too much. Oh, good. And I don't think the Dol- – see, that's the thing. So I want to talk about the mentality a little bit. So that was a lot of people. So it was a big choke. It was a big thing. Terzic was crying. The, but at the end of the game, the fans were still cheering. Yeah. They were happy with what happened. But that, like, really showed me. It's like, yeah, Terzic, I think it was the right guy for that. He did great. Um, yeah. And then and, and then the Cone now. game – oh, I'm sorry. I was saying what? they're faltering now a little bit, but – well, the Cologne game was then the first game back in that stadium. You know what yeah. I mean? The first yeah, yeah. competitive game back, they went back. It was a sloppy win, but it was a hard-fought one nothing win. And yeah. in a lot of ways, it was what the game was supposed to be at the end of last season. Was that game. Yeah. So I think they're still exercising some demons, if I didn't know. I think so. And, and like again, we, we lost Bellingham. That's a huge hole. We lost Guerrero, right. who was obviously – he was filling in more as a midfielder towards the end of last season than a left back, but was still very talented, obviously, now on Bayern. Like, so there's just an adjustment period, and I like who we got. And I think – I honestly – um, the Bellingham thing is interesting because of the stories that came out last week or two weeks ago about him being like not a great energy in the in the locker room. I don't know if you saw any no, of those. No, at Real Madrid or at, by, at no, Dortmund? No, at, at Dortmund. Uh, ah. There is like a – it was a build article and no one – so everyone's like don't – you know, build in Germany is not Right, very, it's a tabloid, well, yeah. It's a tabloid. But mm-hmm. um, the, the story came out and no one – no one said that's not true. Like it yeah. just kind of came out and was like Bellingham would do his own rounds with the fans. He wouldn't do it with his uh, with he wouldn't do it with the team. He'd like purposely delay and be like, oh, here I come and get his own personal like <laughs> celebrate me. And then they're saying like in the locker room, he was just very rude to people. And he was like not a very good English ambassador for the players because I guess he was the English speaking ambassador and he just wouldn't bring uh-huh. concerns to anybody because it just didn't bother him. Like so I think him being off the team, my whole thing is I think Dortmund just shouldn't sign these sort of like one-off world-class players anymore. Like they don't provide long-term value growth potential. Like they're just like, they're like, they're like what ifs. And then they, everything falls apart once they leave. So it's, well, they don't sign established, but you're talking about like, they, they only sign projects. Like they made exactly. Bellingham. They made Bellingham. They didn't really make Holland, but they kind of made Holland. He was like kind of his coming out party. Yeah. Uh, Sancho and Pulisic and, um, uh, uh, Osman Dembele and all these guys. Yeah. These are young guys with potential. Dortmund is a star maker. They're not, they're not mm-hmm. a star buyer. But so, we can't have players for like two years. We need players for like three right. plus, I think, is like the sweet spot for players to get like the chemistry together, for them to learn the system. Like these like two year projects, it just isn't working. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. My, when they let Holland go, that was a huge bit of consternation for me. Cause it's like, I know you need to make money, but it's like, if you want to win a title, you have the world's best striker on your books now. You have him. You have him. You don't have to go buy him. He's there. Get a sponsor. Call Puma. Figure <laughs> it out. Sign Holland to a big he deal. Wants. Keep him there for another three or four seasons. And yeah, that, he, there's never a chance of that. He yeah, was already going to Man City. Like, and then Bellingham, there's also no chance. Like, right. I, it's, if, so that's where I'm like, why are we signing these like – 
Not yeah. that we need players who are going to stick around like Marco Royce or like, uh, like even Guerrero was around for six years, but like, mm. so players, we just, I think there just needs to be consistency. And that is what I think Byron has. And that's what keeps you guys winning each season is that you right. guys gain two to three pieces each year, but you're nine or 10 or 11 consistent pieces aren't moving. Like they're just yeah. getting more chemistry. Yeah. We're also a juggernaut through just years of great management that like, uh, we're not a seller's club. We we buy players for titles, and our business model is we win titles. That's what makes us money, and we're the only club in Germany with that business model. Everybody else yeah. has to meet their make their ends meet by creating and selling players, and that's yeah. sort of just what it's become. And you know, I would love Borussia Dortmund to shift a little bit and to be more of that like title winning club. But yeah. if you know the history of Borussia Dortmund, they've always had financial problems. Yeah. And if Vatska is in charge, as long as Vatska is in charge, he says, bottom line is king. You will never, ever go through financial problems ever again. It's not worth it. Yeah. So so for him, shrewd business moves is almost priority. And then winning titles, they have to do it. Part of their philosophy is they want to win a title, but they'll never sacrifice their financial well-being for it. No. It's like their no. new philosophy. So, so with that being said, you know, they got very close last year. They did. Now they don't have Bellingham. They're Bellingham less. We're not big of a deal. Just like RB Leipzig, who does the same thing. They have all these big players, but they make them. The well, that's them, what's different. Get replaced by new guys. You're going to learn about. You know. Well, RB Leipzig just sold. Yeah, wait, like 150 million dollars yeah, yeah. of the players. Like Dortmund can't do that. And like, yeah, yeah. The, but like the fact uh, uh, RB Leipzig somehow re-signed players of I think that will grow into the same quality across who they lost. Like, which I mm. like. They're I I think the between Leverkusen and Leipzig, they're going to jump over Dortmund in the next few years because they just have the sources of income based on the way that their clubs are run. Like. Like, I don't know. They, well, Dortmund so made a lot of money. Dortmund made a lot of money oh, on sales. Oh, for sure. Uh, for sure. Yeah. But they just, because they're a publicly traded company, right. because they don't have the sort of like nine investors that Leipzig have or, mm-hmm. or Leverkusen has a very similar investment. Well, yeah, right? Le- Le- I talked about this last week, but RB okay. Leipzig and Leverkusen in their own ways, and also Wolfsburg in a way, are subsidized right. by huge global corporations. Right. So, you know, uh, my whole point Is was Leverkusen they should be better. Subsidized? but like. Yeah, I mean, I, I need to get in the specifics of it. I thought they were, and Bjorn challenged me that they were not. But I I'm actually not mistaken, think I've read about this too. Keep keep going. Well, if I'm not mistaken, they were. Well, the, the Bayer Leverkusen, for those who don't know, is an old corporate club. It's a uh, 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 back in the day, uh, cl- uh, corporations have teams. Bayer, Nolfia, Leverkusen. Bayer was a chemical plant many years ago that my dad worked for for many years, oddly enough. Oh, really? My dad yeah. did chemical. Uh, my dad sold chemicals in, in Northeast uh, America. And well, wait a minute. What kind of chem- rubber chemicals? What kind of chemicals? Probably he 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 sold uh, uh, specialty chemicals. Specifically. Your dad and my dad might know each other. That'd be so funny because yeah. because every single sponsor that comes across the Bundesliga, my dad's like Ivonic. I work with Ivonic, right. and he's like, I'm, oh, buyer, like a you know all these different obviously. So. <laughs> we should talk about that off thing. My dad worked for a small a German company as a subsidiary of Bayer, and my dad's uh-huh. job was to sell rubber chemicals. Oh, that's so and, funny. And and he was based in the Northeast for many years. He worked. For with a lot of companies, standard products, General Motors, they were a couple, a couple of his bigger clients. That's so fine. I wonder. We'll talk I wonder. Maybe they know each other. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> chemical trade. <laughs> you know, Germans, Germans know chemicals. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Anyhow, the now there's a fifty plus one rule and blah blah blah. But Bayer yeah. Leverkusen, I think, along with Wolfsburg, they're called Werksvereins, or so they're, they're clubs associated with companies. They might have been grandfathered in. 
where like okay. Bayer Leverkusen does subsidize the Bayer, the, the company Bayer does subsidize Bayer Leverkusen. I Got think. It. I need to get someone who knows a little more about it to get specifics about it. But anyway, the, but but you're right. Dortmund, on the other hand, is an independent fine. All the income they make does have to go right back into the business operations of the club. That's true. They can't just then go spend it on new players all of a sudden. At least it's very yeah, it's yeah. very different. They have to kind of sell in order to buy right. um, uh, or win, which we haven't done. So, but, uh, but, so let's fix Borussia Dortmund. So we got Aiden Terzic. We're talking about a system. We yeah. do need longer-term players, you know. Hopefully, Gio Reyna gets healthy, knock on wood. Well, yeah. You know, project players can – because Gio Reyna, has mentioned, he doesn't want to go anywhere. He wants to stay at Dortmund, and I, I love think he that. And he could potentially grow into a Royce-type character who I think is like – yeah, he's very attack-minded, but I think he actually has a defensive side to him that we saw a little bit with the U.S. team over the, right. the summer. He played like a, a little bit more of a defensive player at one point, and I was like, oh, right. look, he can play both sides of the ball here. Um, but also, there are a couple great projects at Dortmund that just haven't had the light of day, like Durinville. Julian Durinville looks amazing. Uh, Jamie Bino Gittens, another English uh, player. Um, yeah, I, I call him Bruno. I call him Bruno Kittens. Uh, it's not his name, but that's what I hear whenever they say it. Bruno Kittens, <laughs> like a little kitty cat. Yeah, I'm liking Bruno Kittens. Tell me more about yeah. this. Uh, what's his name? Durinville. What's his yeah, position? He's- He's I think he's uh, like a wingback winger style, but he came on in the Mainz game at the very end. It was like, who is this guy in the youth product? We signed him uh, a couple of years ago and uh, he is very electric, feels like Sancho a little bit like Bino Giddens uh, also kind of feels like Sancho, but he has a little Mm. bit more of like a speed to him, a little bit more agility. He can make like uh, more Dembele type runs, if that makes sense. But like where Sancho is more like he wants to take you one on one. and that's that's what Durinville felt like when I watched him for like two games. I was like, oh, this guy's like taking players on. He's he's fearless, and we kind of need that kind of like. If I don't know, we're getting into like the Dortmund style of things. Yeah, if you want to yeah. have a gang impressive stuff, you need players who can do one on one style. You need like flair. You need players who have different mm. types of dribbling. You need these types of people who can break these one on ones, create an opportunity that that creates chaos, and then you know that's where you you score from. Right. And right now, Dor- Dortmund just has a lot of like speed but then everyone knows how to low block us and so everyone and then we run into a wall and then we just cycle it back and then we have possession for too long it doesn't make mm-hmm. sense and then people do what they what we've been doing they'll just counter against us so it's like right. we need to just be a little bit more um we just need to have players who like Adiemi was injured so once he's back that'll be good to have molly's yeah. been fantastic mm-hmm. so like i think certain things are clicking we're almost there but but we just need players to take on other players we need that that style of player and i think so, Durville is that yeah, good. So one on one, I think Sebastian Allaire, when he's in shape, he's yeah, an excellent Knipser finisher. Uh, Knipser is a word we use here to I like discuss that. a finisher. It's a German word. It means getting yeah, yeah. Knipser in the box. Yeah. So it's so funny. This kind of happened in my club, the New York Rebels, because we were like high pressing under Jesse Marsh. Yeah. And he left, and the new guy took over, and we just like lost that press. Now the whole point of the press, and the, the reason the press works so well at Dortmund, which is why why Jurgen Klopp was such a revolutionary coach there, mm-hmm. is because the press is built for teams that do not sign star players. Right. The press is built to be a unified eleven, young, high energy, working together to pressure the team. Uh, when they get the ball back and pressure them during those turnover moments to be like, get them fast. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like for a player, it's like a boring system to play, to be honest. Is that true? Well, I mean, that's what I've heard. Like if I'm, if I'm a dude who likes going, taking the ball and running around and like, you know, it's the opposite of Tiki Taka. 
chaos. Yeah. It's chaos ball, like you said, getting that chaos going. And and for a, a player of a lot of skill, it's maybe a little boring, but that doesn't matter because it's a team game, it's a team sport. And especially if you got players going every two years, you know, we just need to have your philosophy defined. Mm-hmm. Now, so yeah. So are you are you saying pretty much the philosophy is still a little like woo-woo? Like let's talk about that Bochum game. It was in Bochum. Yeah. It's, it's called the Junior Riviere Derby. I don't know if you know that. The mini <laughs> yeah, Riviere. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's on the river. Uh Bochum is, like I guess that Bjorn's club. It's actually my club as well, once upon a time. Oh, okay. That's where my family's from. My great grandfather was a coach of that club once upon a time. No way. Many, many years ago. Yes, that's many years still, ago. Still. Yeah. That's so cool. However, I don't follow them because <laughs> I grew up in America. They were not on TV. And you still, but, uh, even yeah. even now, you don't choose <laughs> Bayern. No, I have a good, I have a good heart for them. Bochum and Bayern have a partnership. You know that? I didn't know. Like, uh, like if they weren't in the same league, they'd send players to each other type thing. Well, no, the fans, the Bochum and the Bayern oh, fans okay. have a partnership because of some disaster happened in the seventies. It's a whole story. But Bochum and Bayern fans are like best friends, and they're very Got supportive it. of each other. So, in a way. It's fine that I'm a Bayern fan. That's how I just buy it. Well, I, I was there many times as a kid. I never went to the game, but I was in that area. But anyway, long story short, that it's the Ruhrgebiet. I'm from the Ruhrgebiet. My dad is. Sorry, I'm from America, but my dad's from the Ruhrgebiet. And it's funny you bring up the Jude Bellingham stuff from Build, because I take that with a grain of salt. Sure, I'm sure a lot of that's yeah. correct. I'm taking it with a grain of salt, too. I'm just saying but, no one no, – he never came out saying, like, what a hawk of shit. Like, yeah. nothing was said. It was just like – it was out. I thought he was most... a big fan favorite. Fans love I him, thought man. so, too. Yeah, but, yeah. Then after, but then I was yeah. like – it started to add up a little bit to me. I was mm-hmm. like, now that I think about it, he was kind of mean to Schultz <laughs> once. And, like, there is a couple – anyway, it doesn't matter. He has an ego. Well, the reason I bring it up is because the Ruhrgebiet, that area, the Ruhr, has a mentality. And the mentality of the, it's it's the German Rust Belt. It's like the West Virginia of Germany, you know. Right, right. And the point of that area very much is do not show off, do not wear nice clothes, do not buy nice cars. It's like get over yourself. The whole the whole mentality of the Ruhrgebiet is like is like don't show off. That's the whole mm-hmm. point. My dad is very much like that. That's his mentality. Uh, so when I see an article about Jude Bellingham being a young, exciting English sports star yeah that makes the Ruhrgebiet mentality go nuts so that's why that article like that makes sense to me but that's also from the point of view of probably someone from that area yeah there are certain behaviors german areas are very committed to the way people behave and they love behaviors like in bavaria the whole point is do it our way they're like very texan as in like Screw the federal government. <laughs> we just do things our way. When we don't care if you like it or not. That's where the buy oh, okay. mentality. I didn't the know. Goldman, that. Yeah, that's like just German cultural stuff. Stereotypes, you know. So you know, take it all with a grain of salt. It's like America, New Yorkers versus LA folks. Of course. Folk. When you said Texas, I was like, I yeah. get it. Not yeah. like in a. I was yeah. like, but yeah, it's a very strong mentality, yeah. and they. Yeah, Dortmund is Pittsburgh, Chicago. It's Buffalo. Yes, yes. That's the point, you know, the salt of the earth, humans. Salt people. of the earth. So with a young dude with a flashy necklace and a, and a big car, that's not, that, that doesn't fly well over there. Yeah, who's like, where am I going to go next? It's right. like, forget it, man. All that right. flies much better in Madrid, where I think he is now. So yeah, and he's, he's having a great time. I'm glad he's there. <laughs> but anyway, he's I good. just want to bring that up. That's why the article is so funny. Oh no, yeah, like, I think that I, comes through a certain point of view. That article. Um, but anyway, so tell me then, so with that mentality, how can Terz, talk to me about transition, like, what do you want to see in the next few weeks? What kind of adjustments do you want to see? Tell me what do you want to see moving forward? Yeah, well, I guess I'd like to see, 
Um, well, I think we need one more midfielder. That would be really useful. We're already sort of like showing that we don't have maybe all the pieces in play in the midfield between Chan, between uh, mm-hmm. Nemecha, and between Sabitzer. Like, and then we don't really we have one other. Um, uh, Oschan is sort of our fourth mm. there, and then there's no one, and it's like, well, that's so that doesn't feel very deep when we have three midfielders playing every game. Yeah. Uh, so like, are you talking more like a number ten, right? Like a connector. Who, who I almost think like a number or? eight, sort of, a box sort of to a, box? a box to box would be really right. nice. Right now, that's like a Sabitzer. He's sort of filling that role, which I think he's yeah. really great at. Like, was he doing that for Bayern at all, or was uh, he's a he's a yeah he's a six and an eight somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. he's an eight, I guess. I, honestly, I think Sabitzer is a great get. I think so. Oh my God. He matches that sort of working mentality, like never stops hustling very, you know, uh, I think he's going to inspire leadership and and be sort of a a strong voice on the field. I think we need someone there. That's not. And so what's funny is like, if you go on Reddit, if you look at the opinions on, that's just where I go and talk about Dortmund. Yeah, me too. I'm on Reddit all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I'm I'm arguing with people all the time, getting downvoted left and right on that thing. Dude, this week (laughs) to go back to the Bochum game, this week is when I was like, I'm just writing these comments being like, you should find a new club. Like, it's just like, because there's so many posts being like, should we fire Terzic? Should Terzic be gone? What should we do? Should the board be fired? And it's like, bro, we're one and one. We had like, we had a really good preseason. Let's not forget we beat, Manchester United, Chelsea, and Ajax right. in like a, two, a week and a half's time. And they were more importantly, the San Diego Wave, who were about to cease operations. <laughs> that was probably the biggest result. Oh, you my beat God. them so bad that they don't exist anymore. I had no idea that they're not they're not a club anymore. They last week that they are going to cease operations pretty soon. So maybe because, because MLS is coming into town and they're stealing the market pretty much. Oh, well, that's yeah. for the USA hour. I should have brought it up an hour ago. Oh man, yeah, next week uh, I guess. No, but but um uh the um. No, I, what was I saying? The, 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 on, the online soccer sphere, which I do love to engage My with, God. is full of people that just want everybody fired and everything burned to the ground all the time. Because it's like, in it, like I, I'm a big football manager player. Do you play yeah, football manager? Yeah, me too. Yeah, for years. It, yeah, I'm yeah. like eight seasons into Dortmund, right? Nine seasons into a Dortmund <laughs> game. I love it. I'm six six uh, uh, Bundesliga championships in a row. So Who, Who's your I'm, star player? Is it like Landon Donovan? Yeah. I mean, no. this is is it like uh, some obscure kid or something? No, it's Mukoku. It's it's oh, my my young nice. Mukoku. Oh. Uh, I had Lukaku at one point. That was nice. that he was very valuable. Anyway, I mean, it, it, and then Lukaku Mukoku. I want to see more of that up top. Well, that was my yeah. that was my save. It was uh, Mukaku or something like yeah. that, or Lukaku. Yeah. I was some Lukaku. sort of portmanteau. <laughs> um, but no, it doesn't matter. So like, but but uh, it's a lot of people who play FIFA. It's a lot of people who play Football Manager. Who's like, this is what I would do. I would fire right. everybody and I would sign Lukaku. And it's like, right. what are what world are you in? It's like, there's there's realistic anyway. So everyone wants everyone wants uh, Terzic's head online, and I just keep in there like, I don't think I could support this club anymore. And it's like, good. I bet there's another project I would love to have you. Like, I'm just being so mean. What the hell are you doing? No, and so I know, I know. No, it's it's the beautiful world of online. But like, I I forget Klopp's first two years with Mm. Dortmund, but I don't remember him winning everything. And I, I know, I feel like the first year he had, he was, it was good, and then the second year, it was fantastic. I'm pretty. I forget. I think think you're right. It took him a year or two. I think. And it's like players, coach, guy, young guy, like guy who connects. Like this is this is who you brought him in for. He, you just need to give him time and. Like there's also six key injuries right now, so like let's just give a guy a break. Like our our depth is a little fucked up. So um, once Gio's healthy, once Adiemi's full force, once Durinville's back, JBG, uh, 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 Sula got injured. 
right. Slaughterback hit, hurt his neck. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, Biani just went out, uh, mm. um, and, um, uh, uh, right back. And so like, we were in, so it's like, let's just take a breath. And like, also Darius Wolf was linked to Saudi Arabia, wasn't he? Oh, I think. Wrong? Oh, Did really? He I no. heard there was an article where like Saudi Arabia was tempting. I read that like a week or two. Ago. Marius Wolf. That'd be yeah. so disappointing because I love him. I think yeah, he's, he's he's another one of these hardworking, like we'll put yeah. every ounce of energy into a game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope not. But the very, very wa- roar, very roar. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, the Internet really wants to see another right back. The Internet wants to see another striker. Um, we're we're linked with Yusef Polson as of yeah, today. Yeah. Yeah, so I that's really that, interesting. Yeah. Um, I think he'd I don't be great. get that, by the way. You think he'd be great off the bench? I think, but not. Well, he's an here, off the bench guy. I don't think Holler is as good as everyone's making him out to be. He's very yeah. sluggish. He's very like his link of play is fine. Like he's he's not like, and he does score goals, but they're like these one off headers. He's struggling all game, and then he makes mm. contact on one. I think he's been a little lucky. I I just don't think he's been like. I don't. know. I he think is, he needs someone a little bit more active than him. Is what's his fa- my favorite? Is Anthony Modest still there? Did they, you guys no. get rid of him? Where would he go? No, he went back he, to Cone. No, or he's I, no. He uh, free agent at the moment. Oh really? What do you mean? He's just available? Yeah, dude. I was actually looking at a list of players who are available right now, like as of today. Uh, Eden Hazard. Uh, he's available. Sergio Ramos does not is not playing for any team at the moment. Well, he's he, how old? He's thirty nine now. Thirty seven. Oh, he went thirty seven. Uh, David De Gea. Still no team signed him. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> it is interesting. Uh, uh, Jesse Lingard, no team has signed him. Yeah. Uh, Roberto Perea, I don't know him. Yeah. But I was looking at a bunch of players, and I was like, man, there are like, there are a lot of really interesting free agents out there. And it's huh. like a week until the end of the yeah. transfer market. So, I Although know. I think, unless I'm wrong, I think a free agent can sign outside the window. Am I wrong? I think you can still I, sign whenever. Trying to go back to my football manager, like when yeah. it says that at the beginning, right. like let me participate. I think it. <laughs> I think the. You may be right. Maybe like a week after, or, or a day Anthony after. Modest. Yeah, I, or I, I don't remember. He almost scored a winner for us against that in the Mines game. Like, yeah. that would have been a, the most amazing like ending to his career. He was Jordan. a shock. He was like a panic signing, and it was because yes. up until then he was such a great player. And he's yeah. well, he was thirty four. He's not a spring chicken, and he's one of those club players. Never, he's French, but never played for the French national team. He's like just yeah. a Bundesliga journeyman club player. I played would love in China, for him. right? Didn't he play oh, in China he play for like probably a year, for a little bit for two years? He played in China during that big Chinese wave with very similar yeah, to his that's body where wave. You guys got Axel Witzel from, remember? yeah, he yeah, yeah. Who, guy who, yeah, who's played. only climbed up. He's only fallen up somehow. <laughs> he's like he's not that good of a player, and he like ends yeah. up in better and better clubs. Where's he at now, Axel Witzel? Yeah, uh, he was at he was I, at Tianjian Quanjian, Anthony Modest. He's in um, uh, Axel Witzel is in uh, Atletico Madrid right now. Oh, so Atletico like, Madrid! What? Okay, yeah. falling up, replacing Ache Ache, Hector Herrera, perhaps. So yeah, yeah. with with Gio Reyna healthy, could he fill that role that's missing? Do you think that link up play the box? Honestly, I think so. I mean, I think. Because right now Brandt's playing for more of our attacking midfielder role, and he was so good yeah. at the end of last season, like he's sort of a must start. That I think if Gio played next to him and a little bit, a little bit deeper, and played more of like a playmaking role, and and still put runs into the box, but mm-hmm. maybe pivoted with Brandt in some way while we had a dedicated uh, defensive midfielder like Chan or uh, Nemecha right. or something like that or Sabitzer, that would be to me a perfect. But like, um, I think just yeah, mentality. We just need to get back into the actual right. counter pressing. Uh, actual pressing game and not just this like 
this this umbrella passing across oh we can't find a way in so we're just going to keep right. umbrella passing and never make a, a a direct pass into the box we're never going to yeah. try against a team like because in my mind a club like Borussia Dortmund needs to figure out a way to know how to play against Bayern and to know yeah. how to play against their Champions League opponents when they play PSG whoever they're going to play I don't know it depends who they're going to play but like yeah. they need to have a it, it only happens once in a blue because most games they can hold the ball. They can slow the game down like they've been doing, like you've been saying. Yeah. But that's not going to work against their – every now and then they're going to have a real big game and a big opponent for a big match like a title, and yeah. that's when that's not going to work. They need to have well, to know how to do – they need to know how to do something against those guys. Well, what's interesting is I actually think we play better against better competition because they're bringing the game to us so much more. And our game is playing like, again, the counter, counter press. Right. The, like the game's coming to us. Now we're chaos and now we're going with it. Yeah. And and every other, you know, between uh, Bochum and between Cologne, they're gonna, just going to sit back and wait and, and, and right. sort of spring a counterattack against us. So we're not good against that team. But like right. if we were to play uh, RB Leipzig or Leverkusen for some reason we have their number like we're yeah. very good against those counter-pressing teams like we know how to play well so again but against Bayern yeah that's always going to be a very tough game PSG it's always going to be a very tough game but like for some reason it's the lower end teams that really give us a lot yeah of yeah it's a good point I mean that's on Terzic he's it's yeah. been the coach more than a year they need to have a plan a and a plan b my my thing with Dortmund too is a Emily Chan has been great by the way he, yeah he he's really comes better he's, than he's ever been for, for sure, uh, he's been a great. He's been a great player. My uh, Schlotterbeck has been rough. He had a rough season last year. He had a rough yeah. World Cup. I think the biggest yes. uh, uh, frailty of the whole Borussia Dortmund uh, uh, picture is their defense. And mm-hmm. Nick Zula has been fine. He hasn't yeah. been. He hasn't been terrible. You know, he's not the fastest player in the world. He's a big dude. He's a competent defender. My thing is, if you. Really I know, actually like, think what statistically he's actually one of the faster players on the field. He just has oh, that just a, a bad is that a bad rap? <laughs> Big no, yeah, it, bad rap he gets, he, his right. acceleration's bad. But if you actually oh, look at his top speed, dude's in like the top five uh, uh, on the field every game. Oh like, really? He, he he gets going. He does. He's very fast. It's so weird. But he's just like not. He's like his agility and accelerations are just a little low. Got but it. that. But that's just that side. That's just, yeah. No, he's a big guy. It takes a while to get yeah. so it takes him takes a while to rev up. He's the Bowser of Mario Kart. It takes yes, a while yes. to get started, but then he gets going as fast. And then he just day. bumps anybody and yeah, it's yeah. just like shoulder <laughs> to shoulder and they go launch. He's great. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's... and also a great get to leave at twenty eight to leave by mentioning to go to Blue Dortmund. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, Mats Homos is did he retire? Is he still there? No, no, he's he's very much a major yeah, he's, part of our defense. And my and my criticism, he's a little, too, yes. a little too slow. I love and Matt Somos, but he's a little past his prime. So if you sign anybody, you sign a hot new center back. Get him from Croatia, wherever you get those players from. <laughs> Go, you know, from the academy, wherever. If if you sign one player, to me, it's plug up that defense. Yeah, we were looking at uh, Armel Belakochap for a while. Yeah, from it- formerly from Bochum. Right, and uh, I he's don't at know. Southampton now, I think, or where is he? Yeah, somewhere. yeah, I think he they they snagged him up earlier in the yeah. like a couple of weeks ago, which is too bad because I thought he was a great fit. Um, but yeah, we definitely need someone to plug in there for sure. Yeah, well, so if you have to sign one player, you're saying it's that midfielder. No, I mean my because it's an American German soccer podcast. My yeah. pick would be Weston McKinney, just because I know Juventus oh. is now looking for trying to offload him. And well, there were rumors a few weeks ago, but he's a former Schalke player. That's never going to happen. 
I well, I don't know. I mean, the connection between him and Gio though is such a strong like mm-hmm. they love playing together, and so I I don't know. I've I have a fantasy in my head where I'm like, I think it would be really cool to see him. Uh, I'd love to see it. Don't get me wrong. It's just it's very and that's it happens. It's Dortmund and Schalke have shared players before. Yeah, yeah. It's just he's such a Schalke dude. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Right, I would love right. to see him there, and he does need to get out of Juventus or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I I never understand why he doesn't fit in there. My friend's a Juventus fan. He really wants to. I don't. He can't explain it either. Um. So it's, I I don't know. I I think he'd do great in the Bundesliga again, just because he is such a hardworking, tough midfielder. Like yeah. I don't know. He's a roar him. dude. He's a roar dude. That guy. Oh yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. great to see him at Schalke. Like at least uh-huh. he played it for one of the mm-hmm. roar teams. Yeah yeah. No, he's a roar dude, my friend. Cool. Uh. Yeah. I mean, how? Give me a big prediction. How is Dortmund going to fare this year? What do you think? <laughs> I I uh I mean I think we're gonna get Champions League. I think we'll get top four, but I think we're gonna be surprisingly lower than uh, I think our Leipzig will surpass us this year. Like ah. I think they're gonna be better than us. Just be they have such an exciting team, and the way that like Zavi Simons is playing right now, he's mm-hmm. like such a revelation. And I don't know. Uh, Ah, uh, the old pessimisms come out. So you're thinking top four? You're thinking third or fourth this year? I mean, again, like what? What? Like what would what? Harry came and needed to break his leg. Uh, <laughs> True. Uh, yeah, yeah, Uba would have it. to break his leg. Yeah. Uh, Kimmich would have to break his leg. Like how many mm. people would have to break their legs on Bayern for Dortmund to have a chance? Well, and Neuer then... broke his leg, so they're already okay, starting yeah. that train. He's, his is he still? Is he still? He, he, yeah, he's out. They, so Bayern mentioned, yeah, he's no, he's not under contract. From, no, he is. He is. Oh, okay. waiting for him to come back. Brian Munchen has two healthy goalkeepers. One they just signed last week. They okay. signed a young Israeli goalkeeper from the U21 Euros. And it was a very, like, huh, signing. But he had a great tournament. I guess he was very well scouted, named Daniel Peretz. They signed him from Maccabi Tel Aviv. He's the second choice. And Sven Ulreich, old faithful. Yeah, yeah. He's going to take the sticks, and they're waiting for Manu Anoya. The last I've heard is is his... his uh, uh, recovery is slower than expected. I mean, he's 38 or whatever, and he still can't kick a ball without massive pain. So he still needs a few more months. Dude, that was I, nine months ago, right? Wasn't that over New Year's? Uh, yeah, something. A good question. He had a long years. layoff a couple of years ago, and now he's about to have another long layoff. And people were assuming he was going to retire, but he's demanding. He's saying no, he's going to come back. And yeah, you're right because all of last season it was Jan Zoma before he went to Inter Milan. Yeah, which uh, is too bad because he's such a classic. I, I love Jan Zoma. Great keeper. But no, they're sticking with Ulrich for a while, and that's a little bit of an Achilles heel right there. If you can get, I was going to ask. Yeah. Uh, so what what would any team need? Bayern to go through would it be okay you don't have the best keeper at the moment like uh what would other teams need mm. to actually win the Bundesliga in your opinion <sighs> well I mean <laughs> that's a whole burn the whole league down and start over again my, my <laughs> to, to be I had kind of a rant last week and for the club like RB Leipzig who's subsidized by Red Bull which is a huge global super company right yeah I'm like be the Burger King to the McDonald's you know if, if Bayern mentioned signs Harry Kane, you go by Victor Oshiman. If yeah. Bayern mentioned by Sting, you go by the other one. So you on paper make your team as strong as theirs, yeah. and then that's how you can match them. Because right now they're doing the like do our best and ho- and hopefully we can sink the Titanic. Knock on wood. They've been doing that for ten years. You know, like the whole Der Klassiker nonsense. They're like Dortmund versus Bayern. In the last ten years, it's been what like ninety five percent Bayern wins or something like that. Yeah. It's, been, it's not even been a matchup. I mean, they need to play at their best, 
They need to hold tight, hit him on the counter, and they need to not have that awe effect, like how Messi's doing in MLS right now. They need to, they need to keep, you know, they're humans. Punch the bear on the nose, you know. Last year, the, the reality with Bayern München is other teams just have to be at their best and hope that Bayern München are having a crisis. That's how they've won in the past. That's how teams have won the Bundesliga in the past. It's Bayern München is on or Bayern München is off. When they're off, other teams can go crazy. Well, that's all it is, right? If they're right. off, then that's the only time. Like last year, Dortmund, that was the only way Dortmund right. had a foothold. There are nine points, what, 12 points up at the half? Something and, like that. Like, Bayern mentioned we're having a terrible crisis, and Dortmund should have capitalized, and one you know goal. Happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, but in terms of, uh, 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 where was I going to go? Didn't uh, Leipzig beat uh, uh, Bayern in the Super Cup just a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, at the beginning of the season. That's why 3 yeah. nothing. Danny Oma had a hat trick. And, you know, and I was but preseason's hard to, to get out of preseason. But, like, that's why I was like, oh, maybe Bayern mentions not all as well in paradise. Yeah. But so far in the Bundesliga, they showed up strong and the players seem to be linking it well together. And voting on Bayern mention being off is off the table at the moment. Okay. <laughs> they're doing just fine. They've yeah. got their they're, they're first. It's two weeks in and they're already top of the table with goal difference. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if maybe down the road there's some internal turmoil or something. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? But Who knows? I feel like but, Terzic got his guys and yeah. uh, uh, your new center back seems great too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I feel like you guys only got yeah, stronger. Had, yeah, true, true. We fixed Bayern mentions insane. You lost like, they they fired everybody last year because we still won. Uh, Oliver Kahn and Brazzo were fired, even though they had a perfect record. They just didn't like the way they did things. They fired yeah. him, replaced him with a couple of hardheads, spent a lot of money on Harry Kane and the center back, uh, I don't, Min. I don't exactly know. It's Daniel Min, I think. I forgot his name. But, yeah, I was uh, trying the, to. From Napoli. Job. I think of the uh, Korean player from Napoli. Great yeah, player. unbelievable. To, to super strengthen, and I know um, they really want a number six right now. They Didn't were linked they get, with all yeah, sorts yeah. of guys. Yeah, I think the last thing they were linked with was, I forgot who, but they're linked with a pretty well-known number six. Maybe even Sergio Ramos will will come. Maybe <laughs> even Sergio Ramos will come out. I mean, that's the kind of signing I you guys could <clears throat> benefit from. I don't know. He's just sort of a uh, He's a little old in my opinion, but still. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But no, I by mentions looking fine. I don't know what to tell you about how to stop. No, I mean, <laughs> there's no. I think it's your keeper. It's like we, you just have to put shots on the keeper, and that's the way you beat Bayern. True. Sven Olweich needs to be challenged. That's true. But yeah. Sven Olweich, Sven Olweich is a good pushover. Yeah. No, he, no. He's a Bundesliga caliber keeper. He's not like the best keeper in the world, obviously, not like Manuel no. Manoy is. But like the dude is decent. So don't bet on it, don't count on it. No, you know, no. It's just uh, the yeah. only weak point of your team, I think. <laughs> True. Like, the, your, True. like so your wing backs are world class. Your right. center backs are world class. Your midfield's world class. Your strikers world class. Like truly, Davies is back in top form again. You yeah. know, Davies could easily be the best link, left wing back in the world right now. I don't know. You know, back to back cane assists in two games, right? <laughs> right, like right. So like, right. yeah, they're, they're connecting immediately. Like <laughs> so, so I was gonna say. I mean, we one of my like. Oh, this is a headline. I was like, Kane, is he going to be a, like Mane or Sane? Like Kane or, right. Kane, you know Kane, what I mean? Like, right. Mane, Sane, I Kane, think he's yeah. adapting perfectly. Yeah. Obviously, you know, Mane didn't adapt. And I don't know what the actual internal problems there we, were. We but have like, to wait for the tell-all with that. I don't know what happened with all that. I would yeah, have yeah. loved the doc just to, because it makes <laughs> no sense. And then the fact that he went out to 
Saudi uh, Arabia just proves that you guys made the right choice. So money, 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 money. Show me the money. Saudi, Saudi Arabia, Saudi money, Saudi Arabia money. Yeah, yeah, it's in there. Yeah, they're breaking soccer right now, but that's okay. That well will dry up. What do you think is going to happen there? Like, like Saudi Arabia. Yeah, like obviously there was the ch- like there's the Chinese Same thing version that, that happened work. with China. The, there's the it, MLS version that almost works a little bit, but like, well, MLS is different because MLS is a for-profit business that funds itself. Like MLS is an independent business. Okay. China was subsidized by the government, and that stopped because the Chinese president turned it off like a light switch. He's like, "Nah, let's stop that," and it just stopped. Oh and my then, god! Okay. And then stadiums are now empty. Check check stop clearing, and Chinese soccer is like dead. Uh, Saudi Arabia is the same thing. This is all funded by the PIF, which is a fund established by Prince Mohammed bin Salah, whatever his name is, the guy who killed Khashoggi. Right. Uh, it's all funded by the guy who murdered Khashoggi. I always <laughs> bring that up. People need to remember that. Let's just be the, in, the, yeah. in the lower yeah. third of his name. Yeah. Jorgen Klinsmann, Klinsmann was on ESPN FC and asked about Saudi Arabia. And he's like, oh, my God, it's just like the Premier League in 92. They're investing. It's amazing. All the crap about Qatar was lies. He was he. I just lost so much respect for you. Why did he so say all that? And then wait, where because does he he's now? being does paid he... because Saudi Arabia is paying him as an ambassador. He's being sports washed. It's a Man. sports washing campaign. And guys like Alexi Lalas and Jorgen Klinsmann are like, oh yeah, we're prostitutes. So I better <laughs> maybe I shouldn't use that word anymore. We're sex work. No one uses that word anymore. We're sex workers. We're we're, we're wash workers. We're, sales, we're yeah. wash workers. We're sale for the highest bidder, mm-hmm. and they 100 percent are. And but what. The reason I'm bringing that up is because it's fun, it's exciting, but it's not a for-profit business. They're losing money. Okay. So the minute they're not interested in losing money anymore, the minute that the toy is boring, he's going to turn that off like a light switch, and mm-hmm. that'll be the end of it. The moment that it doesn't have the natural growth, something that you inject a billion dollars into yeah. immediately, yeah, it's not going to grow. Europe is a Europe is a for-profit business that makes its own money. MLS also makes its own money. The okay. only stuff, the only way stuff keeps going is if the business itself makes its own money. Yeah. So that's that would be my. I could be wrong in ten years' time. Maybe Saudi no. Arabia is like the king of the I, soccer, I, but I, that's my I, theory. I feel like I read something that they're trying. Like obviously, I think there's like one Champions League spot for all these other leagues, and there's some mm. sort of big goal for like one of these Saudi Arabian teams to get that Champions League spot to get into the Champions League one of the next year, I guess. To Can you then, win? yeah, I think one of the there's like a free. So really? based on the new structure of the Champions League, which is like this wacky eight. Have you seen this? It's like it's proposed. Remind me. I think it's a 2014 tournament. No, you mean the FIFA Club World Cup is what you're talking about? No, I was was thinking of there's some sort of proposal to allow one team into the Champions League based on every other European league based on some sort of maybe. But I don't know if it's connected to the to the Super League, not the Super League or the Club World Cup. But there's some sort of like, how do we I I think they're talking about making maybe Hmm. I'm sounding stupid. I actually don't like I wouldn't be against that. Let him let him get blasted in the group stage. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Let's see Ronaldo get blasted. Three players. A team does not make MLS learned those lessons years ago. Oh, my God. I know a much older league. Like in order for you to win, you have to have 11 players. David Beckham was not a good MLS player. They won titles because Bruce Arena was a great coach and they had 11 great players and depth pieces coming off the bench. David Beckham was just there for the interviews, you know, so if they want to go embarrass themselves in the Champions League, I'm all, I'm here for it. Oh, Dortmund, it. Dortmund versus El Nasser, let's do it. 
<laughs> I want to see it, man. I want to see it. Yeah. So next week, you guys have Heidenheim. You should be able to pull that off, right? Heidenheim. I mean, we we said the same thing about uh, Bochum this week, and uh, <laughs> so we'll see, man. But honestly, we should. I think we're going to come out. Any. This is the other thing with Dortmund is that anytime things seem a little off, we come out firing with like four goals in the first twenty minutes, and it's just like, yeah. what was the problem again? And then, <laughs> and then, like we we do pretty well, where it's like three one, two one, two yeah. nothing, and then we go back into this phase like five games mm. later psychology that's why Jurgen Klopp was such a great coach he's a psycho he was a psychology coach I mean he's one of the yeah. he's so fun to watch like right. I I unfortunately wasn't there for that era because right. I started watching like 16 17 mm-hmm. but like so I started watching pretty much Tuchel's Tuchel's first yeah. year yeah Tuchel. Tuchel. my bad <laughs> it's the, no no this is a it's the German soft ch it's very very hard to do <laughs> Tuchel. Uh, when a lot you said of people my name earlier i'll oh, go on yeah. Yeah, a lot of a lot of when you know when comedians pretend to say German or whatever, they do this thing where it's, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's actually a soft. <sighs> a oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. when you said my German name earlier, is it was it if, if you were Matthias. to be English, yeah. was it is it like Matthias, like M A T H I U S? Yeah, M A T T I A S would be what that. But is. the sound threw me off. The yeah. the the C H. Okay. Yeah, that I mean. They just, I mean, you're just mad. They just call me mad. But if you want to Germanify, like my American name is Steven. Stefan is my German, Germanic name. Okay. Uh, but my real name is Stefan. But if, let's say, there was a major war going on and I had to hide my ethnicity, <laughs> I would then rebrand my name to Steven, which I'm Steve. happened a lot in the 50s. Yeah. That's why <laughs> that happened a lot in the 50s. A lot of German Americans changed their names oh, from, Mul- okay. from Mueller's to Miller's. And things like that. Like a lot of a lot of people with English names are actually German, and they rebranded themselves in the forties. Oh, I didn't know that. Little fun fact. A little Americans fun fact. only, or Europeans too, or uh, no, yeah, not in no in America because yeah. like in Texas, I, I mean, it's being German was very uncool during the war because they were the enemy. So to save themselves from hate crimes, they rebranded themselves to like a lot of uh, 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 Schneiders became Taylors, a lot of Mullers became Millers. A lot of my last name would be I'd be an Archer. Steve Archer is my American name. So oh, so okay. if you were an American in Germany and the opposite was happening, you would then change your name to Machias. Like oh, actually uh, my name is Machias. If yeah. uh, Man in the High Castle was was true, exactly. and I'd exactly. be like, no, no, I love, I love. <laughs> If you're yeah, I'm Matthias, 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 yeah, or you're Italian, right? What's Antonucci? Italian, well, that's right? I'm you like go 20... full Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a couple directions, so yeah, yeah. I can go that way. I'm 25 percent German, 25 percent uh, Italian, 25 percent Irish, 25 percent Hungarian. But so Italian it's... would be Matteo Antonucci. Matteo, I know. No, there is a there's like one Antonucci player in uh in Italy right now, and I'm like I. I've always wanted to sign him for football manager, but he's yeah, signed, just because, so. right? Maybe he's a distant cousin. Who knows? Maybe I should just throw yeah. him in and be like, "All right, I'm going to make you the best <laughs> player. I'm going to give you everything you need." I need to get you know. I I play football manager all the time, but I I need to get the new one. I haven't gotten it in a couple of years. What, yeah, what, I wanted which to get one the new have? one. Uh, I, I played the mobile one. It was like the oh, okay. 2020, 2021 mobile one. But the okay. one I used to play, I used to play a lot religiously. But like, I think the 2006 one I played all the time. Oh, wow. Nice. I'm nice. old school. I, I'm from, I'm an old guy. I'm, I'm old school. I'm OG. I used to play what was called Championship Man back in the late 90s okay it rebranded as football manager later and then for a short period of time in the united states they sold it as worldwide soccer manager because they thought americans didn't know what football was 
We don't. I'm OG, man. I've been playing football management since 1998. Then you know. I, I, I've, yeah. I've been playing it religiously for the last, like, maybe 10 months. And so yeah. I've been like, but it's like, again, nine seasons in 10 months. It's like, yeah, you know, yeah it's, I've done I mean, that. I, mean, I took Knox County from the, like, the third division and made them the Premier League Super Champion. That's what I wanted. Took about 10 seasons, yeah. I'm about there. I'm like, I, Dortmund right now, it's so funny in the game. It's like, if I don't win the treble, I think I'm going to get fired. Like, I, I just isn't got, that crazy? It's like, they, I keep getting a B rating for winning the league each year. And they're like, yeah, we're we're ha- we're not that happy with it. It's like well, the game challenges you, want, and man. It's so funny because the best managers in the league, like are like Mike Pecky or so. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. like like I'll, I'll be like I'll choose a couple countries to add, and like my fiercest bogey manager is some obscure dude no one knows today. It's because yeah. in the game the computer just made him so much better. Yeah. Well, that's what's super funny is that you get to I don't know I can talk about football manager and like the yeah, comedy, we got another hour let's do the comedy of football manager, <laughs> but like. But like, there's a. I love when like uncanny things start to happen. And like, uh, for example, like, uh, who did I just sign? I just signed um, Jose Mourinho as a scout, and I was just like, "You're a free agent. Fuck off!" Like, I'm getting your five year contract. I'm not letting you leave. uh, but uh, oh, I, I used to sign was... all my coaches, my club coaches. They were all name coaches. It was like Carlo yeah. Ancelotti was my second team coach and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. I just made once... all the coaches name coaches. Yeah. Well, once you learn that like they're not that good, you're like, oh, okay, I gotta, and you like start to learn how to. The problem yeah. with me is that I, I, and I play video games, so I go on Reddit and I know how to read about like how do you get strategies what works so now my right. my game is like gamified a little bit my my mm-hmm. tactics are gamified a little bit yeah. but um it is fun i don't know it's a great game i want to get the new one i literally well, talking about that and i will have to learn it from scratch because it's always new mechanism and stuff and the last time i played it i always was not very good at it so i need to like give it yeah. a little time focus up on it and try to get my football manager skills up do you know the story of the french coach who was hired because he was so good a football manager. Yeah, yeah. The dude plays he had like forty seasons in that game. Like uh, yeah. He, living it, the dream. Living the dream. There's more than one story like that actually. Where yeah. where and 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 he didn't um he became an actual head coach. There's a lot of players. There's a lot of people who get like assistant coaching jobs through it because there's like, Oh, write up a report. Like the ones you saw in football manager. Yeah. Like, I can do that about a player. And um, well, five or 10 years ago, Colorado Rapids, which is such an MLS sad story. They're like an absentee owner. Their, their owners. Absentee. Anyway, there was an article about how they use football manager as their scouting tool. I mean, and I'm like, at least you should at least do you get better, right? <laughs> should you have scouts? It's like, I could do that for you. Should I'm like, also, Football Manager is this office in England with a bunch of computer guys. Like, how good is their scouting? To be? I mean, I guess it's pretty good. Well, that's like, it should be better than a prof- a professional club shouldn't have to lean on it for scouting, right? Or am I wrong? No, I I, I, I think you're ultimately right. But football manager as like a tool that like, like, it seems to predict things though. Like it just, and I don't know if it's like gotten in the coaches heads a little bit, like, or like, I don't know. Uh, I don't, uh, this is so vague, but like there's certain players that just do really well in football manager and then they go off and do really well years later in real life. Yeah. And yeah, I guess you know what I mean? too. But for that, one of the versions I played, there was a young Brazilian player named Claudio Pitchibull, Claudio Pitbull. <laughs> okay. And behind him, he was like the best player in the world. He was like a cheat code. He'd like well, score that... a million goals. And he's a real player. Oh, but okay. He was some, if you look him up, he was, he was like, broken in the game. Yeah, well, I learned like, in the most recent. Well, I play twenty two, and the other thing I was gonna say is don't buy the new ones. Like, just buy like twenty two. 
22 right. and 23 are the same and then 24 that's coming out they've already admitted it's the same because okay. they're really because they're really like investing into 25 and they're yeah. gonna like involve a bunch of ai elements into 25 mm. which i think are in and then rebuild also the game system right. like the because like right now it's like kind of chunky and it's still like it sure. looks like you know a p like a ps1 game like it's sure. not great sure. but um i think they're going to improve that but then the other thing that people are excited about is that it's like the perfect game for AI. It's like the perfect mm. game for AI names and AI generated photos and AI yeah. bio biographies and just like throw chat it needs GPT to evolve in there. And it needs to have thought. Yeah, no, hundred. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. every and it, it like uh, one year into the game, it's already creating new things. It's like if you right. could just generate things and then it could, I don't know. I think there's a lot of power into that game. I, I, mm. Into that. So that so, but they've pretty much admitted like that is going to be the rebuild that's in two years next year it may have a really cool feature or two but it's it's not gonna be it so i'll wait i'll get an older version and then wait for 25 save a few bucks yeah. and yeah, yeah. buy 22 yeah. or 23 yeah. that's so you heard it here first folks it's a tip from machia schnitzel honorary schnitzel boy <laughs> all right any last thoughts or anything we've been we've done an hour and 10 my friend i i've, I've been oh, having right. a blast i i you know admittingly i only really watch a lot of dortmund so i wish i had a lot more hey. to say about other things but um this was uh, great to go okay. to a deep dive in one club this is amazing we Please, need to do this with a few other clubs throughout the season it's always been a goal of ours so let me know if you want to do a mid-season check-in too because like there's i can I, I watch every dortmund game no matter what i'll watch practice sessions on youtube so like i have a lot of <laughs> i have a lot of like do you go to do you go to disneyland world and watch the u11s play the arsenal u11s and things like that no is that <laughs> a level of fandom i don't know about uh, well no I just, <laughs> the youth clubs have these like like Dallas Cup's a big one. There's a big one in Florida. We're like Arsenal and Dortmund. I mean, like their U12s are there. Yes. And you can watch them. It's on ESPN+. Plus. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, hey, look, they're the Dortmund U11s in Florida. See? Do those kids stick around? Like, like what I don't is, know. Like, do the U12s continue to U19? Like, how, you know. It, big story is, I mean, I, some of them do. Some must. Like, David Beckham's big, like, or first journey to the United States was playing at the Dallas Cup when he was, like, a U15. Oh, really? And he played okay. for like, I don't know, maybe Man United. He stayed in some guy's home. He was hosted. He was a little kid and he played in the Dallas Cup, you know, and that was his like first time in America. Oh, uh, wow. I didn't. Those, those are things. Those are things. Even back then in like the early 90s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Or I guess early 80s? When no, that, been, well, that would have been like early 90s. It would have been like yeah, okay. 94, 95, something like that. Maybe 93. I don't remember. No, but yeah, there's a lot of great youth tournaments here in the U.S. because Disney World's right down the street. Bring all the kids out, play soccer. Yeah. Send them to Mickey Mouse. And then, you know, the football manager guys there are writing their stats down on, or whatever. Yeah, hit downtown. If you're a parent, hit downtown Disney. Get your drink on. Drink on. Hit Epcot, you know? Yeah, yeah. The Foods of the World. Uh, the Star Wars Land. Is that its own thing yet? Or is that like part I think of so. I don't know how it works? Galaxy I World. I haven't been in forever. But anyway, this has been the Schutzel Boys. Uh, we're live on YouTube. How are we doing this? So we got a little music going. It's live on YouTube, uh, podcast, like and subscribe, tell your friends, leave a rate and review, join the pod live every Monday night. Schnitzel boys, truce. Business of all. Thanks again for Mr. Machia Schnitzel Antonucci. Oh my gosh, thanks for having week. me, man. Anytime. Truce. Business of all.